Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey everybody, it's Lloyd Spence and the Super Bowl is right around the corner. If you are looking to place a bet on any of the sports going on, betonline.ag is the best and only place to lock it in. Listen, I've had a chance to look at the Masters line. I can't believe where they have Tiger Woods placed at. You got to come check it out. From the game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there's always the online casino as well because it never closes. So head to BetOnline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's BetOnline.ag. Sign up today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Tell them the noisemaker sent you. Hey everybody, it's Lloyd Spence. And listen, with a new year comes tons of new big games in sports. Now with big games, you need big stakes. And Kansas City Stakes has the cuts you crave to celebrate the playoffs and the big game. So visit KansasCitySteaks.com slash game day and save up to $25 on combos perfect for game day. Plus, you get free shipping with the code BELIEVE. That's B-L-E-A-B. And you get that at the checkout. You can try out the snack pack combos featuring small plates with big flavors like the mini beef welded steak burger sliders or the mac and cheese melt or the shrimp wrapped in bacon. Oh my God, that sounds so good. Every order is flash frozen and delivered directly to your home and satisfaction is guaranteed or your money back. So basically every cut of steak imaginable plus appetizer, desserts, barbecue, and so much more. Again, go to KansasCitySteaks.com slash game day and use the code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-B at the checkout for free shipping. Kansas City Steaks, big games, big taste. You are now listening to Believe in the ACC with my husband, Mr. Talkin' Noise, Lloyd Spence, and our brother, Heisman Trophy and Florida State legend, Charlie Ward. And now, Lloyd and Charlie. Go get them, fellas. Glad to be here with you tonight with my guys, Charlie Ward, Kendrick Haskins, we are in the building. Charlie has got the chop going in <laughs> mode. And Charlie is in a hostile mood. I'm telling y'all right now. I've he never seen that side mood. of Charlie. No, you are, Charlie. <laughs> I got the text to prove it. You are in a hostile mood. And I'm going to give you the floor because I want you to have your moment. So let me set the stage. The new rankings are out. All right. Virginia was ranked number eight. Virginia Tech in one poll ranked 19th and the other 20th. Louisville ranked 25th and 23rd. Charlie's Florida State Seminoles ranked 16th in both polls. And this is in the wake of many national. I watched a lot of basketball this weekend. I don't know if there was anybody that I watched that didn't mention Florida State saying, man, they could be in the Final Four. So the question is, how can a team who most people are predicting could possibly be in the Final Four be race 16? Charlie Ward, you have the floor. We're going to start you out with a solo. Go ahead, Charlie. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 
yeah, I appreciate it. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to see us in in the rankings. You know that. I mean, to be out of the rankings last last week, I think we might have been 25th in one of those polls. But um, I think Coach Hamilton likes that though, uh, like not being respected. Um, and you know, guys come in and play with a chip on the shoulder. And um, all I all I got to say, Lord, and um, is uh, the last three games. I mean, it's self-explanatory. I mean, so since we came off the quarantine, it's like they got rejuvenated, and all the teams that they played, they've kind of handled pretty, pretty well. And so, I'm happy to see us 16th, and hopefully, we continue to play, continue to play some good basketball um, here, you know, down the stretch, uh, and we'll get our respect in due season. You know, it's okay to come from the, the bottom, you know, to the top. I I don't recognize this subdued Charlie Ward at all. <laughs> okay? This is not the guy that blew up my phone earlier. Like, what is going on? I'm, but I'm just saying, we, 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 we're playing that sleeper mode right now. Right. The Seminoles, I think that's, uh, I think that's, like I said, I think that's where Coach Ham likes it. He likes to be in sleeper mode, people sleeping on the team, and we just go out and compete. And um, and they, that's what they're doing. Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing them play. I just like the way they play. You know, they share the basketball. They play great defense every night. They talk uh, to communicate. And that's just fun to watch. Um, even yeah. if they don't win the game, it's just fun to watch because you know they're going to compete at a high level. Not saying that other teams don't do it, but I just like the way they compete and they switch everything. They don't care who it is. Uh, you see the small guys fighting the big guys in the post, and, and it's just you know just fun to watch. And so let us let us just keep sleeping. I like the way we like. I like the way we're sleeping right now. So just so you've had time to sit with this for a while, Charlie, and you feel a little bit better. Calm about down it. a little bit. Well, I'm I'm just saying. Uh, you know, we got one team that has the same record, and they're the top ten. Now, that, I, I need I say in the same conference. <laughs> maybe it's because they have a national championship under their belt. See, he's starting to ramp up now. I see. I feel. I feel it coming. I'm just saying, maybe that is the issue. But we're in the same. We're in the same league. Same record. Probably beat the same teams. So here's what I here's what I thought about after you sent those texts to me, Charlie. I, at, <laughs> I went back and looked at a couple of games, and I thought about this. This could be the only reason why they were at, why they are ranked as low as because I think 16th is low. Because I've had a chance to see some of the teams above them, and they are good teams, but I can't say they're that much better than Florida State. They should not be behind Kansas. I just they go. Should I was, not be behind <laughs> Kansas in any way, form, or fashion. Well, let's just let's just let's just throw this out, okay? You can't tell me if Duke, North Carolina, had the same resume as we have, record as we have. Are they been in the top four? That's my point. They've been in the top four. No Come question. On, yeah. Yeah. No question about it. They want to put Duke did in the top Did you say right Kentucky? Now. 
If Kentucky had the same resume, yeah, they'd be ranked. Oh, they'd be in the top, yeah, four, yeah. Be the top no ten, question. yeah. Absolutely. I, I just, I'm just saying, man. Just, just let me simmer those sleep, though. I, I like the way we're sleeping right now. Keep us sleeping. <laughs> See, the and they ain't gonna last too much longer because they already <laughs> went from unranked to 16. So they, <laughs> they have another undefeated week. They're gonna be in the top ten. <laughs> I thought, I thought to myself, I said, okay, well, maybe the logic is. That Georgia Tech beat that very same Clemson team team in the same week, and so maybe there's some thought by voters that maybe that Clemson team is overrated or something. I don't know, but but here's I, the funny part, though. Yeah, Louisville went from unranked to ranked when they lost to Florida State earlier in the week and got blown out at home, but they beat an unranked Duke team. That's how much they love Duke. They beat an unranked Duke team and move into the top 25 after getting blown out by Florida State earlier in the week. I don't I listen. That's why you you almost can't take the the the, the voting sometimes that seriously cuz it's like what are y'all watching? What games were y'all watching cuz okay, so this weekend I had some time. So I got a chance to see a little bit of uh, Florida State. I saw a little. I saw a lot of the Florida State game, and my God, I was like, "Oh my God, they they could win the thing going away." Like they they look like they were up by thirty at one they point. Were up by thirty. The the final <laughs> score of that Clemson game was not indicative right. of the game at all. They are they, they dominated that game from bell to bell. Yeah, I thought it was closer uh, when I looked at the final score. Um, of course, we had a game, but. Uh, when I looked at the final score, I mean, I saw the score at halftime. I watched it up to halftime. And um, and when I saw the final score, I was like, oh, man, the game was pretty close. No, 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 no. It was never close. My brother-in-law said, oh, man, they, I mean, they, they beat him by 30 because I think he left the game. Yeah, they they jumped out on Clemson early and and never looked back. Like, they, they're just – their defense is – far and away better than any defense I've seen on any basketball team I've watched this season. Yeah, it's not play. even close. Yeah, they play. That, that alone is going to keep them in every game they play this season. Yeah. Now, can they score? That's the X factor. Can they score enough to complement what the defense is doing? Can they turn turnovers into points? Can they turn defensive rebounds into points immediately? Um, that's going to be the X factor because I do think their vulnerability is the half court offense. Like I think in transition, they're going to whoop you. They're going to beat your brains out. But if it, but in half court, there's a little bit of vulnerability because you know it comes down to basically two guys, and if you can stop those two guys, then you got a good chance of beating them. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure what two guys you're talking about. Their backcourt. Uh, they're, they're guards. Wilkes had 19 against Louisville. I'm who no, no, no. I, but, but I, that's what I'm saying. If you can stop Wilkes and, and uh, uh, the, I forget, I just went blank. No, no, no. You're talking about Walker. Walker right. and who else? Most people are talking about Walker. MJ so, Walker. Okay, so you don't think that's the case? They're they're deep, is what I'm saying. It could be anyone on any given night. 
So Wilkes, uh, I know his first name, but Wilkes scored 19 against okay. Louisville. And he might not have scored the other night against Clemson. But it was somebody else. It was uh, Calhoun. It was Calhoun on Saturday. That's who went off. Okay. Oh, it was Calhoun that went off on Saturday. Yeah. So I didn't see who the final. I didn't see the final um, box score. So let me let me take a look at the box score now, Charles. Man, you you gonna have one. You gonna have one score legit. You know, MJ Walker, and pro- probably another guy, Raekwon. But Walker and Gray, they're like the two. Yes, they're they're the they're the so had, in a sense. But yeah, Cal- Calhoun had thirteen off the bench. Then uh Caprivka, is that the big guy? Caprivka actually got off this week. Okay. Yeah, he, had, yeah, he, had, he had a dub. He had 13 and 10. But see, everybody was scoring. I mean, my God, they had what practically the whole team scored. I, I'm just saying because I, I have I have this I have a similar issue on my team. My team is very similar to Florida State's D. And the only thing is you, you can't say I'm going to stop X and then we, we're okay. Because on any given night, it can be two different guys. And the third guy can come from off the bench. Or it can be off the bench in double figures. And you get two guys in the starting lineup in double Charlie, figures. It sounds like you're trying to say in the most humble but yet braggadocious way possible <laughs> that you think you're <laughs> That you think your Seminoles are poised to make a real championship run? Uh, well, why not? I mean, we play defense. They play. They play hella defense. And we. I mean, we, and we the defense is fine. I mean, how about how about twenty nine defensive rebounds? Would you take that? Uh, yes. How about forty one total rebounds? How about seven block shots? Uh, Did you yeah. take that? Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, they get after it. Yeah, they get after it. six steals. Uh, they get uh, after it, man. I I got to give it up on the defensive side of the ball. They're, they're very good defensively and offensively. You know, they may struggle at times uh, when they need a basket. You really don't know, you you know, where it's going to come from. But MJ Walker seems to always rise to the occasion. Not a Raekwon Gray's kind of stepped up. He's taking over some of the ball handling um, and facilitating. Uh, but see, I forget Gray is actually a forward because he he's, he has the ball quite a bit. Yeah. So I forget that he's technically a forward. That's why I guess I was saying your backcourt because he's always he's always got the ball. So mm-hmm. or he he has the ball quite a bit. I'll say it that way. Yeah. But the key is number uh, is it number five? The, the fresh. I mean the the sophomore big seven footer. Oh, Caprica, Caprica, Yeah, yeah. I, I told you, I gotta get, I gotta find his, his, his name, his nickname. Yeah, we can. go BK. It's probably K. K or BK. We'll go one of those two. Yeah, yeah. BK, BK. He's turned into a beast. Yeah, he, he he anchors that defense, and he and he's and he can score inside. Yeah, he, he's, he's the leading scorer Saturday. Yeah, he can score inside. Listen. They're gonna be a problem. All right, enough enough about the the Seminoles sleeping, baby. We let us keep sleeping. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. <laughs> no, no, I think the league is wide awake now. Oh uh, yeah, 
Because for one, when do they play Virginia? They great question, Kendrick Haskins. Let's look because you know how it goes. Whatever their rank, if they if they don't lose before that game, they're gonna fly up the rankings before that game, so the ESPN can sell it. Two <laughs> so the, the February fifteenth is the game. So the oh. days of people sleeping on your nose is about to come <laughs> come to an end, Charlie. <laughs> and by the way, and by the way, they've got three what I would call winnable games against Miami, Georgia Tech, and Boston College. Then they got Virginia Tech. Um, and then they got Wake and then Virginia. So they could Virginia even, Tech is their biggest test between Virginia them. Virginia Tech would be the biggest test uh, out of that group before they play Virginia. Is that Virginia Tech on the game on the road? We, we it is on the road. It is on the road. Home games. The Georgia Tech game has to be on the road. because Georgia Tech's on the road. Boston College is on the road. But that defense travels, though. It does. Yeah, that defense travels. So I, I don't, I don't, I would love. I'm with you, Kendrick. I would love to see them go to Virginia. Uh, well, no, the Virginia game is at Florida, Florida State. Is it? Oh, it just got interesting. Yeah, I mean, I think be sleeping on your nose much longer, Charlie. Uh, I, I, think, <laughs> I think that's the. I think December fifteenth is the official coming out party. All right, hey, hey, hey. Let him. We need to keep sleeping. Let's no. keep sleeping. Sleep. It's not gonna happen. Not gonna happen, brother. So how about not gonna how happen? About Duke and their uh, three-game losing streak. Yeah, I um, I just think this is who they are. I just think this is who they are. I I, I finally. Really, truly got a chance, obviously, to watch him up close against Louisville this weekend. And I was like, yeah, they're just not good. Like, they're just not a great team. And and, and there's not one thing that I can point to that they do well. They do some. They do everything okay, but they don't do anything great. They can shoot the ball. They, I mean, Herc yeah, I, I, I Herc, think so. Herc can shoot. Yeah. The one kid can shoot. Hurt. Yeah. yeah, he can shoot, but the rest of the team is like, yeah. Yeah, when he got in foul trouble, I mean, that game, that I don't know how much of it you watched. That Louisville-Duke game was weird because it was it weird. Felt, at halftime, I think Louisville was only up by like three, and right. it felt like they should have been up by like 15. They should have been up. And, 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 and They were dominating that game. Right, because it, it, it never felt like Duke could win it. No. Which is which is weird because he went down to the end. <laughs> right. But it never felt like they were going to win it. Like and and how many times have you been able to say that? Like two years ago, that was not true. Because when right. them started making their run two years ago, you were like, "Oh yeah, Louisville's going to lose this game." <laughs> yeah, I was at that fact, one. <laughs> and it wasn't just the talent of Zion Williams and R.J. Barrett. It was Mike Shashevsky's on the sideline. He's going to figure this out, and he, or he's got it figured out. This time it never felt like that. It was like, yeah, they're probably gonna lose this. Like it doesn't. It never yeah. felt like they were gonna win that game. It, it was. It, it got worrisome because like I say it's one of those games where it felt like Louisville should have been up and been comfortable. And so when those games are like that and they're not and it's not comfortable, you know anything can happen. Right. But once Hurt fouled out, then it was then, a, yeah. yeah. yeah like, there's there's nobody right. Yeah. Right. I I liked. 
Well, let me say this. I don't like, and I hate to be critical, but I'm I'm just being honest. I don't really like what Chris Mack is doing offensively. I'm just not crazy about it. Like, cause it's 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 predictable. It's it's like, okay, I I, I get it. I see what you're doing. But if I can see it, and I'm sitting on my in my in my <laughs> my easy chair, my love chair, then everybody else can see it too. So I now you gotta stop it. Right. That's the X factor. You gotta stop it. But it's just I mean, am I can you do you agree or disagree or Charlie? And, well part of it too is like you only have really you got two scores on the team that are consistent scorers with Carly Jones and David Johnson. Right. Everyone else is kind of hit or miss. You don't know. Withers has started. He Withers has come along a lot. He's been a, a surprise this season. Right, right. And so, but he's still, he's he's undersized. He's not somebody you can just throw it in the post and say, go get a bucket. He, mo- he more or less, he you know, he gets uh, garbage points, which, I mean, you need that. Which is but, fine. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. But, like, you know, there's, there's nobody that, like, if you're scared of him shooting the ball – and so, I mean, so I think Szczynski might be their best shooter, or him, or Carly. And then it's so it's like it's it's really a, I think it's more of a product that they don't have like just a strong offensive guy outside of the backcourt. And so, yeah, it's it's kind of predictable because who else is gonna who else is gonna score? So, and, and they and that to me that's kind of the same problem that that I said about Florida State. If you can stop Jones, then you probably got a good shot to beat them. Yeah, but that's not Florida State's issue. We we have guys that can other guys that can that can score, as we saw on Saturday. They did have four players in double digits on they Saturday. Four, I'm just saying. <laughs> four, four, four Florida State or yeah, both. Four guys, Florida four State. Guys, four guys that you probably didn't know were, you know, yeah. on the roster. They, well, well, Big K, Big K was one of them. Yeah, <laughs> they, they showed up. So, so who 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 are you guys out of the four teams representing the ACC? We've seen them all play at this point. Is it Virginia and everybody else, or who are you saying is the best of the top twenty-five? Well, we know who we're the guy on the bottom of the screen. We do know who he's going. Feels like we. Feels like his decision is already made. I mean, but honestly, I'm going with Charlie from what I've seen. Even though, I mean, Virginia looked good tonight. I mean, they blew out Syracuse, and so I mean, but I'm I'm with Charlie. I I don't. I mean, I mess with Charlie because it's funny, but I think that Florida State should. I mean, I can't name 15 better teams in Florida State right now. I can't either. And like, they definitely should be ahead of Kansas. I mean, Kansas has lost three straight, also. Yeah. <laughs> I was cracking up. It was like Kansas had lost two straight coming into Saturday. Saturday, and they were still number nine. It's the name, <laughs> it's the name on the front of the jersey. It's, it's, it's the same thing when Kentucky is good. They will give Kentucky all the chances in the world to rebound. And you'll look up, and they're the only team in the top 25 with seven losses. But you said, well, how are they still in the top 25? Nobody else has seven losses. But, you know, that's they, call, they, call those, they call those good losses. Right. 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 Yeah. Um, That's a great point. That's a great point. These are good laws. These aren't bad laws. These are yeah, good laws. 
Like they're, what? They're, they're in their teams within the conference and, you know, whatever. They, they come up with whatever excuse. Uh, could we say that in the ACC that UVA, um, Florida State, and potentially Virginia Tech mm. uh, could be on a collision course just like um, Baylor and Gonzaga? Uh, I think so. I think that's fair. I I think um, if 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 Louisville doesn't find another true scorer, then I think Virginia, Virginia Tech, and Florida State will decide the ACC championship by far. Um, I don't have that much faith in Virginia Tech to be honest. Oh, really? Explain. Um, that's interesting. Well, for one. Louisville flat out owns them for some reason. It's so weird. I mean, Louisville's beating them like eight times in a row or something crazy like that. That's a great point. That's a great point. And so I I just don't have that much faith in them. I mean, I've got a lot more faith in Virginia and Florida State than I do Virginia Tech and Louisville. I think Virginia Tech and Louisville probably even kind of throw throw them in a hat type of deal. I think Virginia Virginia and Florida State, I think, are head and shoulders above everyone else in the ACC. Virginia lost to San Francisco by one. That was at the beginning of the season. Right. And they got blown out by what a lot of people think is the clear, far and away uh, team to beat Gonzaga. Um, But since then, they have played some very good basketball. But but they but they are also playing like Virginia. And one thing that's true about Virginia is it's never flashy. It never looks dominant. Even in the championship year when they won, it didn't start to look dominant until the tournament. Now in the tournament, it looked like they were not going to be denied. Minus the one game that was close in the. Uh, Early, I think it was early in the Sweet 16. What was that? The second round, I think it was. They had like a kind of a bit of a scare. Somewhere I there. I can't remember. It's been so long. It's but, been so long ago. Yeah, <laughs> it's been so long ago. But they 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 look like a, a typical Virginia team. So while tonight they blew out Syracuse, Saturday they barely got past Georgia Tech. So yeah. you don't really – it's hard to – I, Virginia to me is is one of the great greater anomalies we've ever seen in college basketball because because of the way they're built you don't know like you want to say they're great because they do great things and again defense travels right but then we will be right back with more believe in the ACC. Hey guys, it's a new year, and every day is a fresh start for you to just live. Travis Pastrana here to tell you exactly why I teamed up with Clay Thompson, Alex Morgan, and Paul Rodriguez to launch our new wellness brand, Just Live. As professional athletes, we put ourselves through a lot, physically and mentally. So we found a Just Live around all-natural, THC-free CBD products. Being from the East Coast, I was pretty skeptical about CBD products, but as an athlete, it's easy to see when something works. And when my dad was at wit's end, living in a fog of painkillers, severe lack of sleep, numerous surgeries later, I recommended he try CBD. It allowed him to get an extra couple hours of sleep, and it made all the difference to get my dad back on his feet. So don't go another day with pain, inflammation, or lack of sleep. I recommend trying Just Live today. 
These are products we fully trust and stand behind because we want you to be able to go out and just live. So get 20% off your order with code armchair at justlive.com. That's 20% off at justlive.com with the code armchair. What do you live for? Hey, everybody, it's Lloyd Spence. And listen, with a new year comes tons of new big games and sports. Now, with big games, you need big stakes. And Kansas City Stakes has the cuts you crave to celebrate the playoffs and the big game. So visit KansasCityStakes.com slash game day and save up to $25 on combos perfect for game day. Plus, you get free shipping with the code BELIEVE. That's B-L-E-A-V, and you get that at the checkout. You can try out the snack pack combos featuring small plates with big flavor like the mini beef welded steak burger sliders or the mac and cheese melt or the shrimp wrapped in bacon. Oh my God, that sounds so good. Every order is flash frozen and delivered directly to your home and satisfaction is guaranteed or your money back. So basically every cut of steak imaginable plus appetizers, desserts, barbecue, and so much more. Again, go to KansasCitySteaks.com slash game day and use the code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V at the checkout for free shipping. Kansas City Steaks, big games, big taste. And now, more Believe in the ACC. It's hard to judge against Syracuse because they play that zone, and if somebody gets hot against them, they're going to put a point. It's open. Right, right. And he's not going to break that zone. He hasn't <laughs> no. broken it in 30 years. So, uh, that, <laughs> you know, Charlie, played, Charlie played against that zone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Did you all play Syracuse? Yes. Then the ACC Biggie's Challenge. Right, I was gonna say mm. Biggie's Challenge. Yeah, he played that zone and and he played the two three zone the entire game. That's what he gonna play. Yeah, that was with you, Sam, and Bob Sura too, wasn't it? Uh yes. Actually, I was playing football. I, I was playing. I was back and forth between football and basketball. So I was trying to practice for one, and I was trying to practice for both of them. And then I flew. It was in Atlanta. Uh, that tournament, and so it was. Uh, you know, I just I, I was I was just out there in a sense, you know, because I was just gotten off the football field, um, and so I had no rhythm in in that. But it was uh, the zone, you know. Yeah. I mean, he he's they've uh, kind of made it to a different a different way now, to right? Work. You know they use they have some tall, long guys, and they understand what they're wanting to do and trying to do out of it. But teams now, if you watch teams play against it, you know they you can tell they've they're prepared and they work the ball around. They try to get to the middle. They know where the spots are, and once they find a spot, and you know they they attack it. And so, and and the bad thing about all of that is, you know, you have to mix up your defenses so that teams just can't prepare because prepare for one thing. Um, and when teams can prepare for one thing, they're just going to pick you apart. I mean, you may win some, but teams are just going to pick you apart, um, you know, in the long run because they that's all they prepare for. Why do you think he's – He's stuck with it so long because he's really—he's basically Will Smith from Hitch at this point. <laughs> like he ain't moving from here. This is where he lives. You know? hey. <laughs> Why do you think he's so stubborn about this? 
Well, one, I mean, look at his record. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he has a good record, uh, but he's older. And, I mean, he recruits for that. You know, the type of players he recruit for that, um, for for his defense. Um, but I also think, you know, that's his trademark, you know, that's what he knows and he may not know how to, it's just like Florida state or any other team, you know, if their strength is man to man defense and that's what they're going to teach, you won't see them playing, you know, they may mix up, you know, full court pressure. Uh, but half court is, is pretty much the same defense, man to man, up the line. And if it's Virginia's in the gaps, um, so you know guys are going to go with their strengths, and that's what they're going to teach, and they're going to perfect. And um, and so you know, I think the changing of the defense is you know from a, a full court man to man to a zone press of some form and then you get back into your defense whatever half court is um is the change of pace uh but for them you know that's what they they do and do they do. Uh, and so you're like if teams are going to beat us they're going to beat us doing the things that we're good at and you know kentucky is the exact opposite of it they they would they would probably benefit by playing more zone, but that's just not that's not Cal's style. I don't do it, man. And so I mean, it's, it's the vice versa. That and even though he recruits players, I mean that team they have now will be perfect for the zone defense because they they're long and athletic. They but they just I mean, then they've had success whenever they press, but they don't press. And like they, he hates zone. He Cal hates zone. And so if they go to it, and he does, he has gone to it a few times. As soon as they give up a basket or an offensive rebound, he's out of it. So no calzones, what you saying? <laughs> it was low hanging fruit. I had to. Yeah, sometimes you can leave. A, you, no, you I can, was low hanging fruit. You can, you can, you can leave low hanging fruit on a tree and just you let it fall. <laughs> no calzones. There you go. Uh, <laughs> I fruit on the tree. <laughs> it was dangling right there in my face. I had to do it. Um, <laughs> I, I'm I'm amazed that Syracuse has remained faithful to that zone all these years. But I think the worst thing that could have ever happened to him was winning that national championship. Because maybe he was about to change, and then Carmelo comes along, and he's like, "Oh no." <laughs> now, I'm, doubling, I'm doubling down. <laughs> so the, off, the offense might change, but the defense not going to change. Not no, <laughs> and it doesn't seem like it would be conducive with today's game with everybody shooting more and more threes and stepping out further and further back. It doesn't seem like zone is the most conducive defense to play all the time. I can see playing it sometimes, but yeah. I mean, but if you have you been to Syracuse? It's all about Bayheim up there, boy. Oh, they love him. They love him. <laughs> He's on every commercial. My God. <laughs> Talk about job security. Jesus. Yeah. I mean, he is going nowhere. No. He's going nowhere. He's they they I think they take great pride in the fact that this is what we do. We're a zone team. Yeah. So there you go. Um Dinosaur Barbecue is legit though. 
Low-hanging fruit. It was right there. You had to get it. I get it. I understand. Um, we talked about this a little bit last week. Can they make it to see each other on the 1st of February? Both teams almost didn't. <laughs> right. Both teams almost didn't make it. Uh, that Louisville game was tight. Yeah, I know. Yeah. They, they, they almost lost. But, of course, they were on the road. And, you know, when you play on the road and you're top-tier team, top, you know, they're the top team, team's going to play well. I mean, yeah. regardless if they can play or not. <laughs> right. Find a way to make all the shots. Get all the loose balls, you know. Find find you know a way to stay in the game, and it seems like you can't you know, <coughs> buy a basket or you turn the ball over. It's just these types of games, you know, happen. Yeah. But the great teams find a way to win them. Um, you know, they just find a way to win them, and it looks like that's what Louisville did. I, I missed it, North Carolina State. Well, the same thing. I mean, they North Carolina State had to fight off Virginia Tech at the end. I mean, it, as late as a minute and 31 seconds, it was a two-point game, uh, and North Carolina State was up just by two, and it, it just went back and forth. Uh, and I, the, the three-pointer by Kayla Jones is what made the difference in that game. Uh, and that put them up 86-81, and it kind of – basically just held on from there, you know. Um, but I, that but but here's the thing. That game was at North Carolina State. Mm. This one is going to be at Virginia Tech with a with a team with an attitude. So I'm wondering that Virginia wonder, Tech team that Virginia Tech team is good. I mean they went I mean Louisville went down, right down to the wire with them too. But the thing that impressed me with Louisville against uh, Wake Forest was they got down by nine points in the fourth quarter, and that was their largest deficit of the season. Yeah. And and immediately went on a 10-2 run. <laughs> immediately, yeah. right after yeah. that. And then Dana Evans, I mean, we talked about her last week because she be player of the year, national player of the year. She made her case in that game. Oh, man. They, and she, I mean, she was amazing in that game. She got, the, she hit that deep three, and then she had that and one, which gave him the, um, the win at the end of the game. And she, she just took over that game, and she, she was just phenomenal down the stretch. Louisville has Miami and North Carolina prior to the North Carolina State game. North Carolina State only has Virginia Tech, but it's two days or three days before the Louisville game. Can they both get to the game undefeated? They can. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, these games this past weekend uh, will definitely help the coach. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Get their attention uh, that, you know, we got to continue to play a certain way. Uh, But, of course, you need – your best players to step up and make plays in these tight games. And, you know, as a coach, I, I would, I would love, I wouldn't mind our team kind of going through that, uh, what they went through uh, because it, 
it gives them the confidence to know that if they're in a deficit or they're in a close game, uh, what they can hang their hat on. And, yeah. and so that's one of my, I don't say fears, but one of the things about my team is we've been blowing teams out here on a regular basis these last few weeks. And I know what we're capable of doing, but we just have been challenged late in games to where, you know, our guys have had to dig really deep. Is there a false sense of security that can set in when you're blowing teams out like that? That is uh, that is one of the things I really got on to our guys about today. Because when I started watching film, we kind of reverted back uh, to some bad habits. And I had to bring it to their attention and it caught their attention today in practice for our game tomorrow. Uh, but I do believe that even when you're blowing teams out, and I, I mean, I, I would love to win all the games um, and learn from them because that's the way you can still learn and grow, regardless if you're winning games by two points or 50 points. Right. You still have to learn because at some point in time, you're going to get complacent. Uh, you may think that winning is easy, um, and this is just the way it happens. And so – I think uh, a lot of times, you know, when you're winning or you're winning big, um, to get challenged is not a bad thing. Uh, yeah. it, it really gives your guys or, or your team um, an opportunity to see what they're made of in crucial situations. And even as a coach, you want to be in those situations as well because now if you get in a tournament and you're in that situation – even though you may have done it in the past, you know, you can find what this, what your new team can do well, um, drawn up plays and key, uh, key circumstances, you know, is also, you know, another thing strategy, as far as what you're going to do at the end of a game, uh, all those things are, are viable, uh, when you're going to be playing in a one and done type tournament. Yeah. I, I want to ask ask uh, another question, but I want to answer Al's question first. He said, "Was it just me, or was Wake allowed to play more physical on defense than Louisville?" I I think the the, the it was a I, I don't think it was an unfair game called, but I do think it was a looser game than Louisville anticipated being called. Uh, and there were some I would say I don't like I won't say it was questionable calls, but there were definitely some calls that were favorable to wake and 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 that's so you know listen i get it home cooking i get it it's okay it's part of it's part of it you know what i mean there's nothing more frustrating than watching officiating in women's college basketball well, <laughs> it's just beyond there's nothing more inconsistent than the officiating in the women's game. and then there's that because <laughs> you and i used to laugh all the time at our game louisville game going what are officials doing? There's no measure of consistency whatsoever. Not at not at all. And oh it's not even. God. It's not it's really. It's not even favoritism to the home team or whatever. It's just inconsistent. At least they're consistent about being inconsistent. That. <laughs> So there's no favoritism. Pure ineptness is what we're looking at. Like, what is wrong? So, uh, 
uh, share this point about the officiating mm. uh, because this is something that we had to learn over the course of time because a lot of times when you go into a game, especially early, if you're in high school, you just go into the game to play the game. I mean, you don't you don't study officials, you don't right. understand and know their tendencies and right. and you know the whole deal. College, you do get a little bit of you know what official can take what or, or how they call the game and how this crew call, calls the game because you may see them in a, in, in whatever league you're in. Mm. And, the, and the NBA is very similar. You kind of understand the whole deal. And so, I mean, officials are officials. And I tell my kids, I mean, and sometimes, you know, even in practice, we just let them foul. Yeah. Right. You got to play through it because right. the referee on the road may not call that. Um, and so you sitting there whining and complaining to us, that's not going to mean anything when they don't call it on the road. We got to finish through contact. If you want, if you want a foul, make it obvious, but make sure the basket goes in as well. And so I just think it's important uh, that, you know, when, when you're talking about being inconsistent, you got to understand how they may be calling the game because the thing that bothered me the most as a player was you called a game one way in the first half and now then that, yeah. in the second half, yeah, call it totally opposite. Yeah. So now, you know, you're kind of all out of whack, whether it's you're calling it soft in the first half and then the second half, you're, you're tightening things up and or vice versa. And that's the thing that frustrated, I know, myself as a player the most. And you just had to make adjustments on the fly. And yeah, I don't, I don't mind you calling it tight if it's if it's tight for everybody. I don't right. mind you calling it loose if it's loose for everybody. Right. What I do mind is, is what you just said. I don't want us getting tight, them getting loose, and then in the second half it flips to something else. Because now I don't know what to tell my guys. If we're attacking and you're, you know what I'm saying, you call it, oh, it's a it's a charge. Wait a minute, man. It wasn't a charge in the first half. It wasn't a so yeah, that's what that's what makes it hard. But I, I don't know if it was I don't know if it was egregious on Saturday. It was it was favorable. I didn't think it was. Right. It it was favorable, but not egregious. It wasn't like because I because I do think Wake was a little I think they just have a strong defense, and I think that's okay. They just have a good deep. They have a pretty good defense, and that's listen. They're not a great team. They're they're okay, but they played out of their minds. You know, right. and that's what happens when you play the number one team in the nation. You're gonna play out of your mind because you're trying to pull the upset. Yeah, and that would have been their first win, their first ever win over the number one team in the country. And they're right there in the game, so yeah. I mean, but I, I mean. It was one of those things where the officiating didn't really stand out to me. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it was some calls yeah, here and there, but it, yeah. it really didn't stand out to me that much watching yeah. the game. I, I'm interested to see who can stay focused to get to February 1st. Because today is the 25th, and it's a long time between now and February 1st. So it's always interesting me who – it always interests me in which coach – can keep their team plugged into the moment. Cause that it's it's so hard to do. 
and 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 I'll ask you this, Charlie, because you have a greater perspective of this than Kendrick and I. When you know that hanging out there down the road, very quickly down the road, but down the road is this massive. Everybody's going to be watching the the nation's going to be watching game coming up. But you got these intermediate games. Uh, eight and five Miami, uh, 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 eight and five North Carolina, a uh, seven and seven Virginia Tech. How do you make them focus on that and nothing else? Well, I mean, you know, it's uh, it is what they call the process, but um, and this, and I, I keep talking about my team, but. Uh, to be a championship-level team, you have to take every single game as a single game. Um, I mean, you can look at the schedule and circle, you know, who you want, uh, but you can't overlook anyone. Um, and, and I, you know, that's why I said this this weekend, I know the coaches were excited to win the game, but they were also excited to get a close game so they can get their attention. Uh, Do you collect phones? Yeah, whatever, whatever, the, whatever it is, <laughs> their attention. Uh, you know, I think they they got it. And if you're, and if you're a championship level team, it's not so much on the coaches, the players. You know, the leaders of that of those teams, they're going to step up and say, "Hey, we got to pick up our game. Yeah, we can't have any more of these types of games." Uh, and and we know that we're going to get everyone's best shot, and so we can't go out and play a certain way in the first half and, and see how hard we're going to have to play. We got to play a certain way all the time. And so yeah. you got to look at, you know, just the, the factor of if we're looking two games ahead, somebody's going to come up and bite us from behind. Yeah. Right. And, and so we got to take each game as its own and compete, execute, play great effort, um, you know, the the game that's in front of us and then let the next whatever, whatever the game we're circling, you know, come up. Would um, you rather have those games on the road or at home? Louisville has all three at home. Uh, North Carolina State has to go on the road now for that game. Which, which situation would you rather be in as a coach? Uh, well, it really doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, you know, because they, I know Louisville just came off the road. Right. Played a road game. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's kind of that deal where you want to be playing well whenever you, whenever you get to the game. Um, you don't want to be, you know, this hangover where you, you close, you have a close win and then all of a sudden, uh, you come back the next week and you struggle. You come back and you're still trying to find your way. You may win by 10 points, but you kind of struggle. And now you're going into a bigger game where you're like, uh, we're not playing very, very well. We're playing well, but we're not playing very well. Right. And so you are you want to be playing well going into that game. Uh, Kendrick, just real quick, is there any reason why there's a 3 o'clock in the afternoon game? Or four o'clock game. I guess it's four o'clock Eastern. So they, 
It's COVID. They've changed all the schedules around. I think it's a doubleheader at the Yum Center that day. I think oh, okay. uh, women play the women play at what four? Is that the yeah, time they game? And, and, and the men play at like two. <laughs> it's something, yeah, it's something weird. Like on uh, Tuesday. Uh, uh, yeah, they because Louisville was the men were supposed to play Boston College. Oh, this Saturday, gotcha. that got postponed. Right. So now they're playing at Clemson on Wednesday, and then they're playing. I think they're playing again on Monday. I can't remember who they play, but it seems like there's a doubleheader on February first at the Yum Center. Gotcha. Oh wow! And high school basketball starts in Jefferson County same day. <laughs> well, you're gonna have all kinds of fun, aren't you? I'm not. I'm off. I'll be right here. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness! All right, I gotta bring this up before we go. Um, I almost hate to bring it up, but I, but but I just want to address it just for my just for my own peace of mind. Uh, this was what happened after the game on Saturday, Louisville Duke, and apparently there was a controversy in the statements that uh, Coach Chashevsky made to a student reporter from Duke. Here's what he said. Hi, Coach. I'm just curious as to what, what the next step forward here is for the team as you guys move into another week of basketball. Yeah, why don't we just evaluate this game? You know, I'm not into what our next step forward is right now. We just finished the hard-fought game. Yeah, I don't know if, like, when you, what, what, what's your major? What's your major at Duke? What's your hardest class? Econ. Okay, so say you just had the toughest econ test in the world. And when you walked out, somebody asked you, what's your next step? Uh, you see what I mean? Does that, you have some empathy and, and you know, just give us time to evaluate this game and then we'll, we'll figure out just like we always try to do uh, what, what the next step will be. The next step obviously is to prepare for Georgia Tech. You know, how we prepare for them, that's what we're going to have to figure out. Do you have any problem with that? I, I, uh, I, I, didn't, I mean, it, was, it wasn't that bad of a question. I mean, he, it, it wasn't called for, but it wasn't that bad either. Hold, hold but it, on, wasn't, it wasn't called for. Just answer the question. His question was, well, he kind of didn't really get it out. He kind of didn't, kind of didn't. He basically was saying, what's the next step? Like, what do you do when you have a loss like what you just had with Louisville? What's the next step? How do you prepare for the next game? What do you tell your team? You know, and I I don't know. I It wasn't a bad question. It was, I mean, it's, it's a normal question that I'm sure every – I mean, just just answer the question. I mean, I understand that you upset, but, I mean, Coach K been doing in this game 150 years. And that's a college kid. He's probably he, – I'm sure he's nervous to ask Coach K a question. You're a college kid. You're asking Coach K a question. It wasn't called for. But at the same time, though, the the reaction from everybody else was a little bit over the top because, I mean, it wasn't that – it wasn't like he was yelling and berating the kid. <laughs> but And, Charlie, by the way, he obviously Coach K felt the way about it as well because he called the kid in his dorm room, which is – Funny is all get out. Uh, he called him in his dorm room and apologized. So I guess he felt like he may have gone too far too. But I was listening to the answer and I'm going, okay. I mean, 
He don't want to talk about that. I mean, it's not I, – I don't know why he doesn't want to talk about it. I agree with you, Kendrick, but whatever. It's not the end of the world. So, I don't know. I just – I was very well, indifferent by the whole moment, to be perfectly honest with you. Well, let me let me just share this. They they just lost their third game. <clears throat> and you get a question that you're talking about the next game or, or analyzing the next game. Right. And I mean you probably don't know. That's one. And two, I mean, he probably wanted to make the kid feel like, you know, not feel bad, but just, you know, trying to make him feel what he's feeling. Uh, when he made the analogy about the econ class and, right. and that type mm -hmm. of deal and you're not doing well, you know, you, you, you kind of, you know, he wanted to the kid to feel like he was feeling. And so whether it's right or wrong, I don't know. Uh, and as you said, he could have just answered the question, you know, just like we're going to just give him cold speak. You know, we're going right. to prepare, <laughs> you know, prepare for each game. I know right. we've got Georgia Tech coming up and, uh, you know, the goal is to win the game. And, you know, we haven't done that the past three games, uh, but we've learned a lot, you know, from our losses. Um, and we're continuing to move forward uh, to, you know, become better um, each and every game and just left it at that. Yeah. Um, but I definitely understand kind of what he was trying to get the kid to see and feel, you know. And he, But the reason he felt bad is because he knew that he could have answered the question better. Do, are there 10 – are there 10 – Coaches that would have ripped that kid way worse than Mike Shashevsky did. I think so. After three well, losses, yeah, I'm sure. Cause, cause I just, you know, uh, Kendrick and I have gone through the through the school of Rick Pitino. <laughs> so that question after three losses would have gone vastly different. Matter of fact. I don't know if anybody in the room would have even asked Rick that question after three losses. You know, I don't. Th I, th I think that question was so benign. I don't even think that would have rattled Rick. The question wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. That's why I was. Because I've seen like, Rick rip people, but a couple times. I mean, there's been times when he ripped people, and um, it was what non wasn't called for. But yeah. I don't think. It but it's it's been times when people have asked Rick dumb questions. No, there's been a lot of times when people have asked Rick. And it's been times when people have asked. And sometimes it depends on the person. If it was a honestly, honestly, if that was a college kid asking Rick that question, Rick probably wouldn't have done that. He wouldn't have done that. Yeah, he would have done that. He would have done that. If it had been you, you know and I, if it had been you and I, he'd tore us apart or tried <laughs> to anyway. <laughs> yeah, I. It was. I don't know. I, I guess I just, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm really indifferent about it. Like, okay. I mean, the kid got a great education. He's probably never going to do journalism again. Like, he's done with that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. If you get the coast to call you, yeah, to call you and apologize, you'd be like, hey. <laughs> maybe, maybe I got a future in this. <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't think Chris Mack calling me and apologize if I ask him a dumb question. You are <laughs> You are not getting an apology, sir. That is for sure. Well, listen, it's been a great show, guys. 
Been a great show. I'm very curious to see what happens over this week. Because we're heading for a really fun February, I think. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm excited about the women's side of things, to be honest yeah. with you. Oh, yeah. Over at NC State, see how they go down the road. Because I'm I mean, the, with the, uh, on the men's side, I feel like there's like – I really, like I said, I think Virginia and Florida State are head and shoulders above everyone else. I think everybody else is not just throwing a bag. Hey, hey, like, hey, hold on, hold on. Kendrick. Yeah. Let us sleep, man. <laughs> just let us sleep. Not, there's nobody sleeping. No, on Charlie, it's over. <laughs> Nap time is over. <laughs> you beat Clemson by 30 points. <laughs> Nap time's over. Nap time is over. <laughs> we all know what you are now. <laughs> you were you were up by 30 on Clemson. You're up by 24 at Louisville. At Louisville. <laughs> Nap time is way over. <laughs> Knocking off top 25 teams, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's over. So I'm curious to see what's going to happen with these two teams, with these three teams. Uh, and then there's a couple of fringe teams that I'm saying, eh, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But the women I, are going to say, what are they, uh, if the conference tournament, since I'm hearing that there's a chance that they may not play them or if teams, because uh, Coach Max said something about, like, if they have the option, if they're shooing to make the NCAA tournament, they may opt out of the conference tournament. Really? Yeah. yeah. I don't see why they why they play the conference tournament personally. If if well, teams are playing conference games, just use the conference. I mean, the, the regular. That's season, always been regular season as your uh, you know whomever it may be. And that way, I, I know it's a money grab. Yeah, right. And they make a lot of money at the tournaments, uh, but to me, you, you just. I mean, if you're like you said, if you're in a tournament, it's not not so much you're going to play your way in or out. You're going to be in. I mean, yeah. even if you, you know, lose in the in the uh, in the conference uh, tournament, and so I think if you have a resume that would get you in in the regular season, just take the the games that you played during the regular season. In the conference and, and name your champion. Well, and I'll even go a step further. I don't know at this point if there is a team that could play themselves into the tournament in the ACC other than those four teams. Like, uh, well, I think those those kind of middle of the pack teams, like like I me, mean, Duke and Carolina for one, and then <laughs> your name only though. Like they legit. Don't have Duke listed. That's why they need the conference tournament. <laughs> but, to, but to play the conference tournament to be out in the first round because that's what they look like they're going out in the first round. Ah, they'll they'll win a, they'll win at least a game in the conference tournament. I don't know. I, I, but they got they got like six rounds in the tournament at ACC. Right. They they start on Tuesday and. Whoever that Tuesday game, they got to play until like Saturday or Sunday if they make it to the finals. Mm-hmm. To me, that that doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense to me either. Never has. Yeah, I I, I think <laughs> this just yeah. And I'm like, just that. I mean, those games. I mean, at some point, 
the team's going to wear out. I mean, is Duke or North Carolina one of the best 68 teams in the country right now? That silence tells me everything I need to know. I, I, well, I'm going to be honest with you. I haven't seen 68 teams play this year. But you've seen, but, enough, <laughs> but, but you've seen enough to know that they're just not very good. Like, they're okay, but they're not. They would only they're okay. They're they okay. They're okay. They're okay. They're okay. You think they should be in the tournament? I think I think they'll get in. <laughs> I don't like, if they do, I don't like that. I really don't like that because I, I think they will. They got. Because I mean, you look at the other power conferences. I mean, like the SEC, they've got, they're going to have what Alabama, Tennessee, Missouri. How about the, this? Big Ten loaded. Wednesday, we're going to deep dive into the into seeing. If the if 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 how many teams should the ACC get in? Is that is that is that cool with everybody? Let's do that Wednesday. Okay, we'll deep dive, <laughs> and, and and y'all come back and join us. Those of you watching in the watch party and on the y'all come back and join. We'll see because I don't see it. I I could be wrong, but I don't see it. As a matter of fact, I may even title the show that I don't see it. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie, as we give our final thoughts, who you guys who you guys playing on uh on um Tuesday? Shout out to you, Charlie, for being ninth ranked team in Florida. By the way, I appreciate it. That's cool. <laughs> you're number nine. Nobody sleeping on your team either, Charlie. They know you're number nine. They know you're number nine. Let us sleep, man. You have one loss. They know you're there, Charlie. <laughs> You're not surprising anybody. And when you won loss to like the best team in the state, uh, one of the best teams in the nation. <laughs> Nobody's sleeping on you anymore, Charlie. Oh, oh, and by the way, by the way, they also know that the team is coached by Charlie Ward. <laughs> I know that, that that's what that's what uh very hard. But uh <laughs> everyone expects a certain thing and I mean, I do have a very good team. Don't get me wrong, and they're very competitive. Practices are are super competitive. Actually, today, <laughs> before before a game, I was hoping they didn't kill each other, but <laughs> um, but we have three games this week. Uh, we got Gaston County on tomorrow. We play a district game, McClay. It was a private school here in Tallahassee. Uh, then we play a team that lives uh, that that's right around the corner from us in south in the south side of town. Uh, that's not like a rivalry game. Uh yeah. It, it Tell by the way you said it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I said something when you said that, Charlie. <laughs> it kind of is a rivalry game. You know, they're like two miles or three miles from us. Uh, oh yeah. But um. It should be a very good game. Good week for us uh, as we finish up the season. But my final thought is tonight, as many of you all may have noticed, I have – oh, wrong one. Soccer. I am a soccer dad. And our daughter, Hope, uh, is a senior, and they had senior night tonight. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. And so I got an opportunity to see her play. I've seen her play, but got an opportunity to see her play. She's normally the goalie. 
but tonight on senior night, there was a lot of seniors to play in the field. So the last goal of the game in stoppage time was scored by Hope Ward. All right. All right. All right. Shout out to Hope Ward. She is a scholar, an athlete, and a musician. Oh, wow. Yes. Very nice. You see, or plays an instrument. Uh, plays instruments. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Multiple instruments, right? Yeah. 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 Multiple instruments. That's awesome. That's awesome. Cool, what did she did she, was she super excited tonight? Like just bouncing off the walls excited. Um somewhat. She was running fast. She was trying to get that goal for sure. Uh, that's the fastest I've seen her run. Oh wow. Wow. Well she, listen. She that's, was it. that's not a bad way to end your senior season. <laughs> right. Go out on top. Yeah, they have some <laughs> games, but of course with COVID, uh they've been canceling games as we know uh they've been canceling games so they were able to get this game in and so they made it senior night so how will they just we, we are totally off the rails now but this is fun how are they going to manage or are they going to manage a comp do they do a conference tournament as well we do district mm -hmm. we'll do a district tournament okay which is the schools within our district uh, and then there's a region tournament after that. Um, okay. And that's with all the teams in the region. And it's going to happen. The The tough part is, um, I mean, at this point, you know, let's just say your best player, you know, has COVID in his family. <laughs> you know, what, what are you going to do? You know, you're going right. to send him out. Is he going to quarantine? Yeah. How many people are going to be honest about that in the playoffs? Mm. So that is a challenge, you know, that we kind of face in a lot of ways. And even, you know, even if it's your own team, you know, you're rolling along in the playoffs. The team you just played had a positive come up. <laughs> now you got to, you got to be, you, you know, you're yeah. in quarantine. Yeah. And so these are the challenges that I think we all are going to be facing. Trying to figure it out, yeah. So so you so there's no bubble plan yet for your daughter's team and the and the and the tournament is what you're saying. No, there's no bubble no bubble plan for I know high school uh <laughs> tournaments uh in general. Yeah. It's just, you know, if you, you you come up against them, I don't know if, if the state is gonna jump in and make some rules but uh i just hope we we don't get caught up uh when if we're winning you know yeah and these are the days of our lives <laughs> <laughs> and this is true yeah <clears throat> well we appreciate you charlie y'all keep winning over there and uh kendrick obviously we love you man appreciate you very very much Listen, we'll do it all over again on Wednesday. We're going to do the deep dive. And by the way, I do have some new information as to what the plans are for the NCAA tournament. So I'll share that uh, on uh, Wednesday, and we'll get we'll deep dive into that a little bit. Uh, it's interesting, to say the least. So, hey, uh, uh, yeah. Shout out to our sponsor, 
Kansas City. Yes, Kansas uh, State. Their 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 hometown team just made the Super Bowl. And um, I'm not a I don't eat meat, but the steak looked presentable. <laughs> <laughs> but Kansas City State, whatever Charlie ain't eating, you can go ahead and send it my way. <laughs> I thought it looked a little bit more than presentable, but, right. but I, Charlie Patrick just stopped being vegan. <laughs> it looks presentable. <laughs> we think you're awesome. So just keep sending those things this way. All right. That was Believe It ACC. We will see you guys on Wednesday. This podcast drops in the morning at noon. Enjoy the rest of your evening if you're watching this on Facebook and YouTube. And enjoy the rest of your day if you're listening to us podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. We will see you later on this week. Have a great week. You have been listening to Believe in the ACC with Charlie Ward and Lloyd Spence. You can tune in every Tuesday and Thursday on the Believe Podcast Network, Spotify, iTunes, and everywhere podcasts can be heard you can also watch charlie and lloyd on facebook on the noisemakers page and on youtube on the noise media youtube channel please like subscribe and follow on all our platforms and we will keep taking you inside the acc thank you for listening to believe You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.